the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour number two as we kick off Rivalry Week here on November 20th, year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, Just a quick programming note. Tomorrow at 1135, Congressman Jim Jordan will be here with the latest on an FBI whistleblower, an agent who was ordered to wipe anti-Trump social media posts before he was promoted in Florida. Talk about that and why it matters. And then at 1222, we're, look, we're working on Dr. Mark Caleb Smith, Cedarville University, to talk about the legacy of Rosalind Carter. And then at 1235, you don't want to miss this. He's got some gold pants. Uh, Matt Finkus, he's going to weigh in on the game and maybe make some predictions for uh, that massive game in Ann Arbor on Saturday. But right now, we have uh, a special guest. She's a friend of the show. She is State Representative Beth Lear. Uh, State Representative, welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. How are you this afternoon? Great, Jack. Thank you for having me again. Hey, it's great to have you. Uh, I'll just give you kind of the punch list here, and we'll see how far we can get. I want to talk about your House Bill 183. I want to talk about House sessions yet this year and next year, maybe some of the school board shenanigans going on, not only statewide, but uh, even in your district. So let's start with House Bill 183. That's that single-sex bathroom access in schools and universities bill. Uh, Can you give us an update on where that sits in the House? Yes, it's in the Higher Education Committee. Um, There are some attempts by some members of that committee and some public universities to strip the higher ed component out of it. So we're fighting that or at least trying to fight it. Uh, We'll see if we're successful Um, The idea that somebody like Riley Gaines should continue to be put at risk is just unacceptable. So I hope that we're able to get this through that committee. I hope the committee members are going to realize how important it is for women and girls to be safe at all levels of public education and including the fact that at higher ed, we've got a lot of young, even middle school age children that are now going there for their um, PSEO, their uh, college credit courses. So we need to make sure that we're providing an environment that is safe for all students and not the one that we currently have. (laughs) I'm not surprised. Uh, Brian Stewart posted something on Twitter today. He said 99.8% of college presidents are liberals and the conservative students just um, move on with life and, and don't give a crap. But every once in a blue moon, A conservative makes it through the gauntlet and the faculty losers and liberal students throw a collective hissy fit. And he's talking about students at Youngstown University uh, essentially protesting that U.S. Rep. Bill Johnson uh, will be president at Youngstown State University. 
I can't think of a, a better signal that we've got a huge problem in our public schools, particularly our, our colleges in this state, when somebody who has you know, a different political striping comes into a presidency and this is the reaction. I mean, this is case in point exactly what people are talking about when we say we have kids that are not being educated, they're being indoctrinated. So I'm not surprised that uh, public universities are opposed to your bill. Let me ask you this. Um, how many House sessions do you have yet this year, and how's it looking for next year, and do you think that your bill is going to get traction? <laughs> That's a great question. So we had two more sessions scheduled for the remainder of this year. That's not the calendar that was originally put out by uh, Representative Derek Marin, the person we elected last November to be our speaker. There were many more session dates, um, but those have largely been scrapped. But weirdly, we had one added for next week, the week after Thanksgiving, which happens to be the same week that one of the national legislative organizations has its meeting, and it's predominantly filled with conservatives. So why would you not have sessions scheduled, then all of a sudden schedule one additional session when a lot of your conservative Republicans will be gone. So pardon me for not knowing this because some of the House rules were changed as soon as Jason Stevens grabbed the gavel. But a quorum is is a significant thing, right? If there's a majority present, is your inkling that maybe Stevens and other what I will call blue 22 or rhino Republicans are going to try to sneak some things over the finish line while conservatives are off at a conference? Well, Jack, that's really the question. Are there things that they want to get through that conservatives will oppose? Or are there things that they want to say, oh, look, we can't get it done because we don't have enough votes and then blame the Republican side? So there is a veto override that uh, we've been trying to consider because the governor wants to allow local jurisdictions to prohibit the sales of flavored tobacco. And the problem that most of us liberty lovers have with that is if you've got a mom and pop store on the Columbus side of the street and across the street in a township, you have a sheet then the mom and pop store gets hurt. The sheets doesn't. In the meantime, kids can order this stuff from Amazon. Mm-hmm. So this really is an irrelevant attempt at grandstanding and virtue signaling. We really should stop it. But if the conservatives aren't there to vote next week, he'll have the excuse for why he can't do a veto override. You know, we saw something similar during the state's COVID crisis response when the lap laptop classes, what I'll call them, they were all up in arms about businesses being open and how far you stood from other people. But They were happy to order things online and have those things shipped to their house. And never mind, people are working in warehouses and UPS and FedEx drivers are delivering them to your door. And oh, by the way, you could have bought those things at the mom and pop shops, but those are closed because of government regulation. And uh, so instead, you're going to support these businesses that are linked with Amazon. It's, it's the same kind of chicanery. Uh, in my book. Let's talk about some school board meetings um, in Ohio. I know that you had one in your district. We talked about it Friday morning after it happened Thursday night, and I'm talking about the Big Walnut school board meeting. Um, I'm just going to give you the floor. 
Uh, tell our listeners what you think is going on and, and what maybe they need to be thinking about as we head into the new year. Okay, great, because I really want everyone across the entire state of Ohio to be thinking about how can you support good school board members. We have so many parents, and look, I understand. They're afraid because they have kids in the schools, and they don't want their children targeted. And this is the class that says love is love, and um, we have to be kind and compassionate to everyone except those who have traditional Judeo-Christian views. And those are the families that are getting bullied. Those are the parents who are fearful of what will happen to their kids if the parents take a stand to protect their children in their own taxpayer-funded schools. This has to change. We've got to have parents who are willing to go to these meetings, stand up at the microphone and say, I agree with this idea that we shouldn't be masking our kids. I agree with this resolution that says nothing except polit- nothing except country flags in our schools, no political ideological flags in our schools, because you're bullying our kids and you're trying to manipulate their thinking. And it's wrong, but it's so hard. And I just want to encourage parents to have the courage to stand up, let their kids see them stand up. We need them if we want things to change. Otherwise, they will continue to go downhill. Yeah, it was pretty gross what I saw happen there in that meeting based on feedback and things that I read. Essentially, here's what happened. Uh, One of the board members uh, put forward two proposed resolutions. One would say no more mask mandates. The other one would say no LGBTQ plus flags. Now, of course – People who want LGBTQ plus flags, they come up with all these straw man arguments and red herring arguments. Well, but what if the walls are blank? I'm sorry. Then put up math problems. Put up a picture of the globe. Put up (laughs) – when I was growing up, we had inspirational quotes. I mean these arguments are so ridiculous. They are so ridiculous. But here's the worst part. The people who show up are wearing the LGBTQ plus Shirts. How did they get there? Because the teacher union sent an email to all of these supporters and said, you need to get out there. You need to show your support. And of course, the press covers it and says, nobody spoke in favor of the resolution. They all spoke against it. But no, that reporter didn't want to do the homework and actually figure out that it was it was the teacher union, which, by the way, parents pay the school. The school pays the teacher. The teacher's union dues go to the union and the union supports things that the parents don't support. And then they don't want you to speak up at the school board meeting and they're going to threaten you and intimidate you. It's crazy. Hey, uh, State Representative Lear, can you stick with us on the other side of this break? I have a couple more things for you. Absolutely. All right. Hey, stay tuned to The Bruce Hooley Show here on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm getting fired up today. It's rivalry week. We've got the team up north versus the Buckeyes. We've got good guys and bad guys, you know, Democrats versus Republicans. Uh, A lot to talk about. Stay tuned. The Never Alone Act, and uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But 
I think I need to clarify, uh, State Representative. It's it's not an anti-LGBTQ plus flag initiative at Big Walnut, correct? It, this would be related to all political expression. Correct. It's not targeting anyone. It's targeting ideologies that a lot of families are not comfortable having introduced to their kids. That's not what they teach them at home. They don't think it's appropriate in the schools. They want them to focus on academics. So the idea is that we stick to academics. If you're going to be talking about Russia, you might show them a picture of the Russian flag, but you're not going to be promoting uh, communism and socialism and things like that with all the various communists and socialist flags that So that was kind of the idea behind this. There's a lot of pressure on kids to conform. There's a lot of pressure to not think for yourself, but to apply groupthink. And we want to try to change that environment in the schools and go back to an American environment where it's rugged individualism and you get to think for yourself, not what other people tell you to think. The poll that came out last week uh, that was done by Emerson College. It showed that in Ohio, Donald Trump is up 12 to 15 points. Why do I say that? I'm going to make a point here quickly. Um, <laughs> people who support issue one are largely the people who are in the audience wearing LGBTQ plus uh, shirts at that board meeting. And they would say, look, Ohio voters resoundingly supported issue one. Now shut up, Republicans. Shut up, conservatives. 12 points. OK, well, Trump's up 12 to 15 points here. Can we put up a uh, MAGA flag? In the school district? Because, right? I mean, majority, majority rules. I mean, I think it goes to your point. If it was a, a Gadsden flag, a MAGA flag, a Trump flag, uh, an NRA flag, or God forbid, a Confederate flag, I think the tune would be different, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Although, to be fair, the Gadsden flag was actually a national flag here in the United States, as was the uh, Appeal uh, to Heaven flag, which was the first naval flag with the tree on it and actually talking about God, which is something that we're not supposed to do anymore either. But I encourage people to do it all the time. Politics and religion. Talk about it all the time. And look, if if they're going to say that kids can transition, then I would say we need to start talking about how kids can be reborn into the life of Christ and they can do nothing about it. Okay. But I digress there. Uh, Let's talk about the Never Alone Act. It is something that you and State Representative Melanie Miller put together. What can you tell us about it? Well, first, I'd like to say, yes, I would love to see every child in the state of Ohio born again in Christ. But when it comes to the bill that you're talking about, um, so the idea behind the Never Alone Act was what was going on during COVID. People were going into the hospital and they were not being allowed to see family members or talk to family members, and decisions were being made about their health care that ultimately led to the death of thousands. And many of them did not get to see their loved ones for the last few days or weeks of their lives. This is unacceptable. We know that the health care system is supposed to be about do no harm. And uh, Representative Melanie Miller and I have been working on this bill for several months, uh, trying to thread the needle to make sure that we're protecting people without going too far to damage hospitals and nursing homes. We know they have certain protocols they have to meet, but the most important thing is that we ensure patients and residents have access to a loved one. That's what the bill does, and we're really hopeful we might get it passed out of committee, maybe even to the floor before we go on Christmas break. 
I first of all, that is fantastic news. And if anyone has been with a parent or a loved one and had to stand by and maybe be the medical advisor in tough situations, you know how important this bill is. My dad had a severe stroke uh, several years back. It was actually on Thanksgiving. And had we not been able to be present and talk with doctors and provide historical context with because his medical records weren't there yet, I mean, it, it, it would have absolutely ended differently than it did. It is super important for family members to be able to be there to advocate for their loved ones in, in this time of need. So hopefully, and you feel like this is something that will pass the House, you feel like it has support in the Senate and that, and that Governor DeWine might, might ink it into law? Well, I hope the governor sees how serious this is. I I know that the hospitals are a little concerned. All it is requiring is one piece of paper when you're admitting someone. It's patient-driven. And just make sure that you let someone who isn't, you know, trying to assault your nurses uh, into the room to be with their loved ones. So it's not a huge deal. We've had great conversations with them. And the medical freedom folks have been super on this. Uh, OAMF, Stephanie Stock, and the others have done uh, just yeoman's work trying to make sure that we're protecting people in Ohio. So Melanie and I are very blessed to be able to carry the bill, and, and we think we can get it across the finish line, God willing. Excellent. She is State Representative Beth Lear. She is a Republican uh, from the Delaware County area. State Representative Lear, thank you for joining us today on The Bruce Willis Show. Real pleasure. Thanks, Jack. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And uh, thank you for staying tuned. Um, you know, it's really interesting. Representative Lear said that hospitals are a little nervous and anxious about this. I want to see if you see a common theme with our medical providers in the state of Ohio and probably across the United States. There is certainly a push, uh, I know for a fact through experience, that hospitals are quite comfortable talking with minor children and saying, look, do you want us to keep this from mom or dad or that from mom and dad? And at about the age of 12, it takes a minor to give consent to the hospital for you as a parent to be able to see their entire medical record. And now hospitals are pushing back because, uh, what, we don't want to shut people out of the decision-making when a loved one is in a facility I mean, if you're not if you're not aware and awake right now that there is a medical industrial complex and that they think they know better than you and they're going to do the procedures that they want to do, your opinion, your input be damned. I think this is further evidence. Yeah. Call me a conspiracist. I don't care. I'm just telling you words and actions are a barometer. And if hospitals are on the side of helping minors make decisions without parents and now they're going to be on the side of essentially keeping loved ones uh, out so that patients are alone in a time of need. I think that's a pretty big signal, don't you? Hey, uh, on the other side of this break, we will be joined by Lad Dilgard, and uh, we're going to talk more turkey on Ohio politics. Stay tuned to The Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.